Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I've always wanted to talk to this brother because growing up back in the day, before we had all these streams and everything, he was right there. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only comedian, Damon Williams of the Windy City of Chicago. What is going on, my brother? Hey, man, glad to be on your show, sir. Thank you for having me and looking forward to making people laugh all throughout this little DFW area. Yes, sir. Now, listen, I was told from reading online that your first audience was a built-in uh, preschool kindergarten class. Is that true? That is absolutely false. <laughs> well, how did it start for you? I actually went to an open mic at a place called All Jokes Aside. Prior to that, though, I went um, to a, a bar and, and tried it out the night before. But All Jokes Aside was like the preeminent comedy club in, uh, for African-Americans in the early 90s. And uh, Adele Givens was hosting open mic. And, you know, I got signed up by my cousin, George Wilborn. And the rest, as they say, is history. What did your family say? Because uh, I know you did all the jokes around the house with them. You know, actually, I was kind of the quiet middle child, man. So a lot of people were surprised, even people that grew up with me or went to school with me, that I was, you know, in early school anyway, that is, that I got into comedy. Uh, it wasn't until, like, the early 90s, to late 80s, after seeing Eddie Murphy blow up, you know, from Delirious, that I thought about doing stand-up. But I always watched it as a kid. So, you know, I got in. I never got out. Wow, that's amazing. Now, I just w watched one of your lines where you were talking about gas prices uh, going too high, and it was $2 at that time period. So now what do you do when you see 4 and $5 worth of gas for a gallon? Hey, man, trust me, gas is out of control. I, I find hills to drive down so I can save. Uh, <laughs> I put, put the car in neutral and roll downhill. I, if, matter of fact, if you need a ride for me and you live at the top of the hill, I'm not coming up the hill. You're going to have to meet me at the bottom. You know what? That sounds like one of them soapbox derby cars that they had to build back in the day. You know exactly. I mean? Just like an old-fashioned wooden go-kart. Yes, yeah. And, and believe it or not, that's what we had back in the day. Uh, as a matter of fact, growing up, we, we had to be creative and make something. You know what I mean? Like those shade Sure tree, did. Shade tree yeah, we did that too. We would take the wheels off of skates or off of grocery shopping carts and make the go-karts. And I was the littlest one, so I always got a chance to drive when they pushed with the, in the races. Yeah, you're right about that. Now they go to Family Dollar or, or Dollar General and just take the whole cart with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how's it been, man, just being able to do this comedy deal? And I also want to know, how did you survive during COVID, man? Well, first of all, the 30-year journey has been amazing. I've worked with some of the biggest names in entertainment history. I mean, the late, great Harry Belafonte, who just passed. I had a great interaction with him one time uh, where he was very uh, – his humility came across so so cool because I was added to a show as host, and he, and he hadn't approved it. So he came up to me himself. He had like about eight or nine people in his entourage, and he came to me himself instead of sending someone and said, I understand you're on this show, but I didn't approve it, and they can't just do that. He said, now, before I go and correct these people – about this you may still perform but i need to ask have they paid you yet mm -hmm. i said yes sir he said well as long as you got your money it's gonna be a good night then he went over and took care of the people and i ended up doing the show with him in the Braxton. so that was a great story but people like ray charles james brown uh rita franklin luther uh gladys i work with some of the greatest and open for some of the greatest and of course i toured with the kings of comedy for 30 dates including here in dallas so it's been a it's been a dream man it's been a good move and now i'm trying to step my profile up come from behind the shadows of, you know, some of the greats and be the headliner myself. And that's what I'm doing this weekend at the Arlington Empire. Wow. Do you ever find yourself, Damon, uh, going back and watching movies like with Richard Pryor and Harlem Nights? And then, of course, we got to remember Sidney Poitier and then Bill Cosby, Buck and the Preacher. You know, you can go back and watch these 
films like our grandparents watch westerns, they already know what Matt Dillon is going to do. And then Red Fox with Aunt Esther and Sanford and Son. Do you ever go back and watch some of those nostalgic, nostalgic comedies? Oh, yeah, especially uh, if you mentioned Bill and Sydney, that would be, uh, for me, Let's Do It Again and uh, Uptown Saturday Night. Yeah. Those were two of the greatest, uh, funniest. Buck and the Preacher, of course, too. Uh, but then, you know, videos as far as stand-up. You know, I always to go on YouTube and check out old Eddie Murphy and old Richard Pryor, both audio and video. So I've, I've been a student of the game. I've been watching people like, you know, Rodney Dangerfield. And, um, you know, I go all the way back to people like Franklin Ajay, who was one of the first... Uh, conscious black comedian so i have a wide really um taste in stand-up and people like george carlin and even ellen degeneres are some of my favorites and you know you just laugh man funny is funny and i really appreciate it from all genres man it's going down this weekend at the arlington improv in the dfw metroplex courtney goldie jackson's going to be in the house comedian q as well so uh how's that relationship been working out damon uh, last night was amazing. Courtney, if people may not know, but she was one of the members of the ladies who were on Flavor of Love when they were on the dating show with Flavor Flay. Yeah. So she tells a hilarious story about having to not only meet Flavor, but to kiss him. Uh, and then Q is a good friend of mine. He's a Chicago native, and he's you know, married to Spinderella from the legendary Salt and Pepper crew. And so she'll probably pop up. It's just it's a good time, man. I always, I always grab Q when I come to town because he's my homeboy, and he's also funny. So, you know, it's going to be a wide variety of, of viewpoints and stand-up. And when I tell you I do hurt-your-face comedy, I'm up there for about an hour and 15 minutes at the minimum. My, my motto is laugh tonight, be serious tomorrow, so don't bring your preconceived notions, your hashtags, or your cancel culture to the club because this is old-fashioned comedy like Red Fox, Richard Pryor, and Eddie Murphy. We say what we feel, we enjoy ourselves, and we don't try to hurt nobody's feelings. Do you ever have anybody wearing them church suits up there, them high yellow suits or bright orange or sky blue suits, and you just look at them like, let me take care of this one real quick, you know what I mean? Well, you know, sometimes, and that is one thing I will do. If it's an outrageous outfit, I will make a little note of that. If you know, because I say it's, that's a choice and not a birth defect. You pick those clothes, you bought them, and you laid them out, and then you wore them. So whatever comes with that, you want the attention, you're going to get it. But it's better, really, truly, to just do my thing and interact with the audience in a positive light and have them laughing and joking because I want everybody to laugh. So even if you do have on a silly suit, I'm going to say something about you, but I'm going to say it in a way that you can laugh at it too. So that's the thing. Everybody leaves laughing. We need more laughter. It's an adult situation. You know, it's a 35, 40 plus audience. Um, you know, we like to get out, get to the, get some fun and get back in. Uh, a lot of us don't even come out this late. So I appreciate anybody that comes to the second show. Cause when you get to this age, you start looking at stuff like, look, I take a, a uh, get my gas at noon. I take a nap at three. Um, at the club at five and home by eight. So yes, yes. Normally, well, I like we it. I like yep, it, Damon, yep. because you know, when we go on these cruises, you know, they be saying, well, we got the adult show, but come back to the late show. But this is the late show 24-7, so it's going down. Listen, man, yep. I, I want to know how can people follow you because you got this tour going to different cities. How can they follow you on social media, Damon? Everything's under my banner of DamonWilliamsComedy.com. That's the site. Uh, my social media is Damon Williams Comedy. So everything you look up, if, once you pop in Damon Williams, if it ain't the other guy, it'll be me. So that's <laughs> And that's Damon Wayans. So people sometimes confuse too. But if you do your spelling and look at the fine print, you know who you're looking for. You got that right. It's going down May the 25th, which was Thursday, all the way up until May 28th. And it's going down in Dallas. Hey, Damon, thank you for your time. I want people to go there. Improv uh, Texas, that's 
I-M-P-R-O-V-T-X.com and book their tickets today. And thank you. And a special thank you goes out to my man, Carlton McConnell. Have a great day. My man. Thank you. And thank you, Carlton. And if you got a couple of friends you want to send, I'll put some on my guest list for you. You got it.